True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, who wants to start us in? You do. Me? <laughs> Duh. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome I mean, back to True Crime Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to TCG Quarantine, number three. Mm-hmm. Not much has changed. Literally. The world, <laughs> the world is still insane. But now people are injecting themselves with Lysol. So, oh my, God. there's that. So, natural quick, quick update on America. That's where we are. Uh, <laughs> someone, please save us. Okay, here's the thing that's irritating the fuck out of me. There's people that keep reposting bullshit, talking about formaldehyde's a disinfectant. It's in our vaccines. We inject ourselves with this. It blah 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 blah. And it's like, bitch, are you? fucking kid like are you that stupid are you yes. legitimately oh, that stupid yes to believe that like formaldehyde's in everything first of all okay now there's things called compounds compounds in certain compounds alone will kill you but when you put compounds together they create something better <sighs> Science. I know. Or like, <laughs> you know. They're like, oh, they're telling you not to not to inject it now. Or they're dangerous for you, blah, 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 blah. See, if you could put it on a spoon and eat it, it'll probably kill you. I'm like, bitch, you smoke more than anybody I know. If you fucking put your marijuana in a syringe and inject it, you're going to fucking die. But here you are smoking it. And you're going to sit there here and go. tell me that's not the point. That's not what I mean. Bullshit. That's exactly what you mean. But because it's something that you do, it's okay. You know it's what? right. You know what? You're making way too much fucking sense, and I'm gonna need you to fucking stop. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. But how there do you really feel, like, Aileen? I know, but like, oh, don't seriously. get me started on those five G people either. <laughs> <laughs> like this is I, after work, like because I'm on social media for work, and after work, a lot of the times I just stay off because I can't. It's a lot. Do the stupid. And like, they're reposting shit with like it. talking about, oh, th- they were testing a 5G tower and birds fell out of the sky. And it's like, really, what article is that from? So they post the fucking article. I'm like, hello. Quick, simple Google sh- search shows that that article was written in 2018. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh, no. my God. And it was a completely unrelated issue of why these birds fell out of the sky. It's called a phenomenon. Just the way there's fish that fall out of the sky in certain places. It's fucking weird as shit, but it happens. 
and it's not because of 5g but how do you know that's what they want you to think these are the same people that talk about they, oh, radiation's gonna kill you. Radiation, this, radiation, that. Bitch, you're on your fucking phone twenty four seven. Radiation. So they're you on their phone kid. talking about radiation. <laughs> kid holding a fucking iPad this close to his fucking face in every fucking video you post of him talking about I oh, radiation, this radiation, that. Like, bitch, that is radiation. You maybe fool. because the kid, like. Like, we didn't have that, like, when he was younger. Like, we barely had, like, smartphones. Like, I think I had a flip phone forever. Right. But, like, I really dislike seeing kids, like, all the time I with, like, screens in front of them. Like, um, I, like iPads. I, like, they sit them down and then put the iPad and then uh, there you go. Like, what? And I, I say that I'm not going to do this. You know, it's one of those, like, I, I feel like until I have a kid, like, people are going to be like, well, you don't have a kid, you don't understand. So I'm just like, okay, but I'm pretty sure when I do, that's not going <laughs> to fucking happen. Right. <laughs> it like, it's the only thing that can hold their attention. And it's like, it's like, really? what, what did because we do? Exactly. Like, we didn't have that shit. We had books. Yeah, I had a Game Boy, but was I allowed to use it ever? No. no. My mom had it up in the freaking, um... There's a reason why I'm obsessed with video games at 30 years old. is because I couldn't play them when I was a child. (laughs) When the kids are here... Okay, granted, the kids have all the video games in this house. They have iPads. Well, and yeah, but it's regulation. It's fine. When they're here, my dad's like, okay, you have 30 minutes on that. They're there for 30 minutes. Grandpa, a little bit more. Fine, a little bit more. But then, boom, what does he do? We're going to the park. We're going outside. I need your help. Yes. You need to help me sweep. Let's go play in the water. Like... Yes. There's a million yes. other things to fucking do, but it's because the parents are fucking lazy and don't yeah. want to go out and do shit with their kids. And they're over here. Mm-hmm. Like, or don't want to discipline them. Yeah. Oh you my God. Understand. That's the other thing. And the biggest thing that parents love to say is you don't have kids. Watch if you had kids, you'd be different. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, and that's why I'm like, I'm going to wait till I have kids to say anything, but I'm, I'm pretty damn sure. Yeah. It's all going to be the same. Am I going to say, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. But being a parent's hard. No one said it was like, oh, I'm just going to pop out a kid. And it's going to be fucking easy. Like, yeah, no. I think what kind of world are you living in? It's a cop out. <laughs> it's a cop out. It's easy. It like, is. okay, if you're in public and your kid's throwing a tantrum, sure, give them the iPad. If that's going to shut them up and you're okay, do it. Fucking do it. But if well, in, in emergency situations, but not every fucking time. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to teach your kid that they can't fucking throw a tantrum in public. Like Exactly. And it's so weird because you don't see kids these days reading books anymore. They're always on their phone playing games. And they're like, no. oh, they're educational games. You know no. what else is educational? No. Books. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish you guys could have seen her face when you fucking said that. Oh, my God. Like, you know why they have such short attention spans is because everything has to be made into a game for them to hold their attention. That's yeah. why they don't want to read books anymore. Right? Like, Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah, I oh can't. God, and so you know what cool. else I can't stand? The amount of fucking people that are all of a sudden like, I need to be able, I need to walk. I'm going to exercise. It's like, yeah. bitch, you haven't been on a walk since the nineties. Like, why do you all of a sudden do you need to be outside on and a walk? The government said not protests, to. And it's like, I need a haircut. They're pro- protesting, not because they want Here's to get some back scissors. to work and do stuff. They're they want everybody else protesting to because everyone, everyone else to get back to work so they can be pampered. It's like, what the uh, fuck, here's dude? some scissors, bitch. Cut yeah. your hair. 
We all coming out of this haggard, okay? Like, Solidarity. Anyways, that's Fuck. my rant for the day. For now. Until I think it's of something true. else. It's fucking true. Till we start talking about these idiots that we're going to talk about right now. Those guys are fucking from, one, from one set of idiots to, to another. another. To another. So, Eileen, tell us how you came up with this idea. Um, my dad is really into true crime shows. And I mean, of course, aren't we all? That's weird. I wonder where you get it from. I don't know. Um, And it was like a, um, I don't even know what the fuck he was watching. It was about the girls who committed the Slender Man murder. Like they stabbed their classmate, Mm -hmm. and it was Mm -hmm. um, this. uh, They asked why, and they said it was because of the video game Slender Man. So watching that, and I was thinking about the whole life imitating art thing, and then. I watched Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix, which if you haven't watched oh. it, give it a watch. And they were talking about Luca Magnata. And I remember when we mentioned him, I don't know if we talked about him on here or just like in person or something. I don't know. But yeah, we talked know. about we, the whole... I feel like we've mentioned him. Cats yeah. in the bag thing. Yeah. And um, and then how the... <laughs> just the videos, the cat in the bag and then the one man, one ice pick, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but then watching the don't fuck with cats like I seen like everything else behind it everything that happened and then the Casablanca thing and how he literally everything oh not to give too much away but everything <laughs> lined up with the movie Casablanca include like including like the aliases and all that bullshit so that, that was pretty cool like it's life imitating art so that's yeah. why I was like hmm I wonder how much more there how many more murderers there are like that that's well, if you're listening right to us and haven't heard of Luca Magnata, then there's something going on with you. Mm-hmm. And watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix. Yeah. There's so many things. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And so there's, because we were, I feel like after that, after you had mentioned it, we kind of went on like a thing of like, the difference between there's like the, there's like you said, there's the life imitating art. Um, and then there's like the general copycat killer that we like hear about all the time where like mm-hmm. Zodiac has a copycat, Jack the Ripper's had a copycat. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, crazy. The difference between copycat and the life imitating art. Yeah. The whole. Yeah. So I didn't want to do copycat because there's so many yeah. of those already. And it's like, yeah. it's just, it's, I feel like it's way overdone. So the whole life imitating mm-hmm. art. And then even then with the life imitating art, when you look it up, it's not exactly what it seems until you like yeah it's hard to actually find some yeah yeah it is and even even ones that say that they are it aren't it Mm -hmm. like we were talking about this before we we hit record um but uh, i had found on the reels channel and um, i think if you have amazon you can like subscribe for like a dollar a month or something to reels and get it or whatever. But there's a show called copycat killers and it's all about allegedly when, when you read it, it's all about, um, people murdering in a way that is in a movie or Mm -hmm. something like that. But then once you start to like get into it, it's like, okay, some of these are just like, like you said, like they killed someone and then watched the movie afterwards. Yeah. And it's like, after that that's movie. not, like, so it, it yeah, the one it that, is called copycat killers though, but which the one that irritated like, me the most, cause I love this movie. I love this movie. I don't know why I love it so much is, um, the talented Mr. Ripley. 
Okay. So have you seen that movie? Yeah, long ass time Jimmy, ago. Do you though. know what the movie's about? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's Matt Damon, and he's yeah. this, just like this young guy. He's kind of like aspires <laughs> to be rich, so he meets this guy and pretends to be somebody. Uh, pretend, pretends to be somebody he's not, mm-hmm. and he's like infatuated with this this rich dude that he becomes friends with and ends up wanting to just like be him. And so he tries to be with this girl pretending to be the guy, like his best friend. Oh. And and then he like, um, it's just like murder and deception and to try to keep this front going. And this then he, lie, ends up, yeah, yeah. he ends up killing his friend because his friend mm-hmm. finds out that he or his friend like calls him out and saying like you're just a fucking nobody so he kills him dumps his body mm. and then comes back and pretends to be him to people who have never seen him Ew. and this is all happening in like like yeah. over in europe wherever like all around there so then and then he finds out like he finds another guy pretending to be this guy like falls in love with him and realizes like this can't be a real thing like he can't i can't be in love with him and he kills him so anyway so like i looked <laughs> up on fuck? copycat killers yeah. i looked up you know it said the talented mr ripley so i'm like oh for sure fuck yeah i'm gonna do this guy but this guy sure it was just like that but it was like way before the movie even came out it was like in fucking um 40s 50s so it's like 70s, yeah he didn't see the movie and then go oh my gosh yeah, I need yeah. to do that yeah it's like which I guess yeah, it, it could have been a like <laughs> art, but for it to happen before or maybe the, yeah, it's yeah. not like it would have been something else imitating light. Like it was I'd be, based on like a, a real thing. Yeah, I exactly. I'd be more curious if like the people, the writers of the talented Mister Ripley, even knew about the story, or maybe that was their inspiration piece, or a similar one was, yeah, or, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Hmm. No, I want to watch it. <laughs> there, it's really there good. There were a few on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think no, that movie is really good. Yeah. It's uh, I haven't watched Jude it. Jude Law. Um, Jude Law. Matt She's Damon. So I think Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Ugh, I hate her. Really? She's just an idiot, and I can't. I have, <laughs> especially nowadays, I have very little tolerance for idiots. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Blanchett, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ooh, love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good movie. Huh. Maybe we'll watch that today. You should. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, there's, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of episodes, because I think they're on, like, season three or something. So I'm sure there are a lot of episodes that are exactly in the genre that we're talking about. And then there are a lot that they're just like, we need more episodes. Let's stretch this as far as we possibly can. Yeah. And I feel there is one that just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, there is, there was one on this weekend, which (sighs) I'm just lazy and I should have done it. But, um, about boondock saints and I love the movie boondock saints. So I I thought you said you were, didn't someone say they were going to do that? Well, I, yeah, because I sent you the picture of that, that series existed and it said this weekend they were premiering Boondock Saints 
And I did my research on Thursday and it was on Friday. So it just didn't fit in my schedule of Animal Crossing. I was just going to (laughs) say. It didn't fit into the Animal Crossing. I must admit, I did purchase Animal Crossing and I don't understand the hype. Like I'm playing it and I, I, I'm in Love a group it. chat with a bunch of people that are like all about it and they're like, you know, stay up till whatever time collecting shooting stars or star fragments and like, oh, I yes. have this. No, I have so that. So you and can then- get DIYs from Celeste and make your house it's all starry. It's great. Yeah. And they're like making their kitchens and like one of the, huh? <laughs> one of my friends made, um, I guess there's like a special way to the make- ironwood kitchen that- thing that and they have the cutting board i will kill them well they have the cutting board they have everything (laughs) people are screaming at the podcast right now if you play animal crossing you're like where's the cutting board (laughs) yeah so they have everything and there's this guy that like online like uh, because you know like we'll post um things that we see online talking about animal crossing and there's a guy who's like come to my island i have it all and like you go to his island and it's like full of those fucking things like um full of everything you need for that kitchen he's like come on over come pick it up yeah it sounds sketchy it's a fucking did you see elijah wood went to someone's island yeah what see i don't someone but i don't get the hype like i can't i play it for like maybe an hour a day and then i'm like on board oh my god i love it I love it so much. Yeah. So, well, so there's basically like a stock market in Animal Crossing and it's buying turnips. So on Sundays you buy turnips um, for a certain amount. Um, and um, throughout the week, different, your shop basically has different prices to sell them at. And it's usually, it's, it, it's either higher or lower than what you bought it as. And sometimes you can, you know, I just bought some for $91 today. So if I sell them at over $100, I've made a profit. Yay. Um, But then you have the $500 turnip prices where you're making like millions. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, dude. And so um, I guess someone tweeted that they had a really good turnip price. Like I don't remember, it was in the $500, $600 range. And Elijah Wood messaged them and said, like, can can you send me a dodo code? I want to sell my turnips. And they, oh he went to God. their island to sell what his turnips and like hung out world? and like, yeah, crazy, freaking crazy. So cool. I don't know. It, oh I feel God. like, I feel like it's exactly that though. It's either like you're really into it. 500. Oh, that is really good. Um, you're either like really really into it or like i don't know i feel like spencer's like really into it but like he's not as into it as i am yeah like i'm like um i can't like do this right now i have to like chop all my trees um <laughs> so he's like oh can we go to the store i'm like no i can't right now i'm sorry i'm so busy i'm so busy um so i don't know it's it's fantastic. I love watching people play. Like, if I'm not playing, I have it on Twitch watching people. Really? Play. Yeah. Like, this one girl was looking for a specific villager. Her name her name on Twitch is Laced Up Lauren, and I feel like a, if anyone's in that Animal Crossing community, they're like, oh my god, I know what you're talking about. Um, 
But her Twitch name is Laced Up Lauren, and she wanted this villager named Judy. It's a new character for this specific game. She's like a rainbow cub, like a rainbow bear with these like starry eyes, and she wanted that villager. And there's like over 400 and something villagers in the game that you could possibly get. So she's like, I'm going to go on a mission. So basically what you do is you put a plot of land and you're able to then have someone move into that plot of land. So you visit these mystery islands and there are characters on these mystery islands that that you can then invite if you so choose. So she started, started going to these mystery islands and 1,600 islands later, she finally got 1,600, I think. 1,060. 1,060. Either way. Um, she had to she go to all got. of those islands looking yes. for this one person. She spent days of, of her streaming for five or so, five to eight hours a night looking for this character. It gets serious, yeah. though, basically. That just seems like way too intense. Well, it got to the point where, like, then it was just like proving a point, you know, like it was like, okay, now it's like, how long is it going to take for me to get this, this, oh, yeah. that I want? so, and it, I mean, people tuned in, like I, uh, I tuned in almost every night, like uh, for a little while. And then I saw in the chat that I'm in, so or in the Discord that I'm in, someone posted. They're like, she found Judy. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but anyway, all right. Well, that was like 30 minutes of this is now an Animal Crossing podcast, and I'm here for it. So, <laughs> all right, who wants to go first? Don't all volunteer at once. I'll go first. I don't care. <laughs> um, I'll go first. Okay, uh, especially since so we had talked about, um, how. Um, I found that show. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go through some of the episodes, see which one piques my interest and go with it. And so I was looking at them and I saw like saw and I saw scream and taxi driver and American psycho and Dexter. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like those all like have like murder in them and all that kind of stuff. And then I saw queen of the damned and I was like, (laughs) Hold on. This is this is not as you would say a true crime story. <laughs> um, I I do like that movie. I love um, I love its prequel interview with the vampire. Obviously, this one didn't do as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and um, it was. I think Aaliyah's last movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's like her first and last kind of thing, but yeah. um, she died. What was it? Oh, did I have six months before the film even released? So it was like such a big deal um, surrounding it. But so I was like really interested because obviously there is technically like murder in it because they're vampires, but I'm mm-hmm. like, how is this? How is this going to play out? So yeah. I decided to dive into this one and while it is kind of more on the side of the ones that we were talking about, we're like, this is a stretch. It is still insane. And I'm here for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I halfway through, I was going to switch. And then I was like, you know what? No, this is still Stick crazy as it. hell. Um, so, um, 
Let me see. Where do I? Um, so just a little background I have on the, on the actual film Queen of the Damned. Um, it's about um, a vampire named Lestat um, who um, basically grows tired of the world. I totally get that right now. And <laughs> um, decides to just go to sleep for 200 years because he's like, I'm done and I want to sleep. That's what Again, I want right now. very relatable. Um, and then when he wakes up, he decides that he wants to be a rock star. Also relatable. Oh. <laughs> um, and so as his music gets more popular, it basically kind of awakens this um, older female vampire named Akasha, who is played by Aaliyah. And um, basically she has the power to control any vampire or human that walks the earth. She's basically like the mother of all vampires. And it's basically like a fight to get her back in her tomb and put away and that's kind of how it is so that's the movie in a in a very small nutshell (laughs) (laughs) um so then that takes us to a man a boy man boy man named alan menzies i say boy man because we start off when he was a boy and kind of grows more into a man because he was 22 when all of this went down okay so he grew up in scotland um, overall, in school, he was a loner, he was bullied, um, and he had an overall rough childhood. Um, you know, he was, it was just the classic bullying type thing. So he becomes um, kind of disconnected with the world and um, kind of really gets connected to movies and video games to occupy his time. And it's about this time in the show that I'm feeling really attacked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few times in the beginning, I'm like, I'm, I'm attacked right now. Um, so um, I do want to say, like, if I ever tell you guys that Tom Nook is like talking to me and wanting me to like kill people like please do something (laughs) put the switch down and walk away (laughs) and call spencer tell him to put me away um so uh he was very influenced by these movies and usually a lot of the ones that he was watching uh and playing were like violent more of the violent video games the ones Mm -hmm. that everyone says like were and sure he's like the one in like the one million yeah. yeah um but anyways um so um he also started obsessing over dark things like serial killers again all of us <laughs> very attacked very attacked um <laughs> uh, and it's according to a psychologist on the show to him these people were individuals who had power and control and that's something that he did not feel he had in his life mm-hmm. so he just gravitated towards it he, yeah he would read books on like nazis and just like very like he just started <laughs> very dark um and so one day when he went to school um Oh, I'm sorry. I have his fascinations only hurt him with being bullied because after he started to like talk about his interests and stuff, people are like, Oh, you're really weird. And so they would just, the bullying kind of like amped up after that. So it did not help him. So one day when he went to school, um, he actually brought a noose that he made to school. What the fuck? Um, 
obviously like a cry for like attention and yeah. like not attention, but just like, Hey, I need help type thing. <clears throat> and, um, the wheels were set in motion that instead of harming himself after that, he's like, okay, well I brought a news to school that didn't give me the attention I wanted. I'm going to switch gears and, um, seek revenge on the people who are bullying me. Naturally. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, at one point he brought a knife to school and after a bully approached him, he fought back and stabbed the bully. Oh shit. Yeah. The bully, um, lived, um, but Alan was arrested and, um, he did have the, the defense of self-defense, but he was sentenced to three years in juvie. <clears throat> okay. So, so I think, um, from my understanding, this was around like the end, uh, this was around like the beginning of high school. Um, so three years, he was towards the end of high school mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he did go back to school. Um, I don't think it was the same school. They didn't really have that information, but after his release, he was even more withdrawn and, like, more socially awkward. I bet, yeah. Um, and going back to school, though, he actually did make friends with a boy named Thomas. And they they bonded over, like, I literally, I literally typed they boned over the same things. <laughs> Pretty sure they did that, too. <laughs> they bonded over the quickly. same things. <laughs> They liked they liked video games. They liked the darker movies. So he was like, "Cool, someone like me." Like, and yeah. so things seemed to be like actually okay. Like he found a friend. Awesome. <clears throat> um. So they get through high school. They're older. They're they're. He's doing good overall. And then one night, Thomas shows Alan a movie, Queen of the Damned. Oh God. Um. Alan immediately becomes fixated with the movie like obsessed he thinks Aaliyah is so beautiful is just over the top obsessed um he it it kind of like checked all the boxes of everything that he was going through she had power she had control over people she was beautiful like it was just everything and so he um he loved this movie. He watched it over and over as much as three times a day. Jesus and um, over the course of a few months, he had seen the movie over a hundred times. Okay. So obsessed. Um, the film became his whole life and he, ha- he started to develop hallucinations. Um, he felt he could see Aaliyah's character, Akasha. Um, he could hear her. She was ordering him, and he begins to believe um, that listening by listening to what she's telling him to do, that um, he will become a powerful vampire. Stop. <laughs> I told you um. it was it was. Um, so um, he he just he started to spiral. It just lost it. One day he brought home ox liver. He had it, like, in the fridge with his name on it and got, like, really mad when his mom was like, what the hell? Like, he wanted to, like, eat it and ingest it and, like, become a vampire, basically. So, um, so she's there. She's allegedly in his room promising him immortality. Um, and she allegedly tells him 
that if he wants to be a vampire, he would have to kill someone to prove his worthiness. Oh, my God. And so he's like, all right, I have to kill somebody. I just don't know who that's going to be yet. So the person that his friend that he bones with. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on December 11th, 2002, Alan is hanging out with his friend Thomas and Alan says like, they were like, Oh, what do you want to do? And Alan's like, well, let's watch queen of the damned. Oh, and Thomas is like, serious. Like that's like all you want to do. Like, yeah. So he's kind of getting sick of it. Um, he doesn't want to watch it, but he kind of humors him. Um, he, then as the movie is going, he starts to th- say things against the movie. So things like, it's not as good as it was hyped up to be. Um, it's not like an important movie. And then he starts to make fun of Akasha. Oh, God. Saying like, she's not that hot and all this Not Alan's stuff. woman. I know. Um, so Alan freaks out. Um, he tells Thomas to leave, and after the fight, Thomas disappears, and he hasn't like heard off from the face for of weeks. The earth? Yes, he oh, hasn't God. heard from for weeks. His parents file a missing persons report and tell police he was last seen at Alan's house. Alan tells them that they did have a fight, but Thomas left, and he doesn't know what happened to him. Um, like the fight was just about a movie, like. Very, like, simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I mean, the police kind of believe it. Like, they're like, okay, well, it's just a stupid kid fight. Like, fine. Um, one day, Alan's dad comes into his room, and Alan tells him to leave. But his dad sees a big stain on the carpet that looks a lot like blood. And Alan tells his dad that he cut himself, and it was his blood. Mm-hmm. And his dad believes him. Oh, God, Dad. What? 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 So, um, a few days later, this is really creepy. A few days later, Alan was at a store, and he saw Thomas's mother at the store and asked her, walks up to her, and asked her if a particular product in the show, they said a particular product, but the product he was holding looked like bleach, which you shouldn't inject into your bodies. <laughs> and um, um, she, he goes up to her and asks her if this would remove blood stains. She, he had to ask her, like, there was no one else anywhere. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally normal. <laughs> Maybe you got to it. True. Oh, so Thomas's mom is like freaked out. She reports the comment to the police. Finally, someone's sane in this. Um, and detectives start to look further into Alan as their top suspect because they're like, this is weird. Um, just detectives question Alan again, but he sticks to his story and seems to be hiding something. Mm-hmm. So they begin to kind of like search the outskirts of the property and find a shirt and pants that are covered in blood. Um, they take the clothing for testing and DNA results come back and ding, ding, ding. It's Thomas's blood. Of course it is. Um, so the investigation switches to a homicide, but they still don't have his body. So that's, they're like, they could take Alan to trial for what they have. But without a body, it's really hard to prove murder. 
especially back in 2002. Um, And so, uh, Alan was confronted with the evidence and still denied that he had anything to do with Thomas's disappearance. Um, A day after learning that, uh, a day after, um, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? I missed a part. Hold on. Oh, a day after um, learning that the police found the bloody clothes, Alan then goes and overdoses on drugs. Oh, God. Suicide. Was that part of the movie? Because he feels like he's caught. (laughs) I don't know. Um, and so he's in the hospital, but still Alan never confesses. He wasn't like, I did this because I felt guilty because I did. No, oh God, still nothing. So, um, five weeks after Thomas had been missing, a shallow grave was found near where Alan lives with the body of a young man. Testing confirmed that the body was of Thomas. The pathologist determined Thomas had been stabbed over 40 times. <gasps> Shit. His head had been bashed in numerous times. Um, so police place Alan under arrest. Alan then tells him about the visions that he was having of vampires and of Akasha and that he believes now that he is immortal because he killed a victim. Okay. Um, Alan then begins to explain what happened. So he explains that they were watching the movie and Thomas made fun of the film. And then um, the thing that really set him off was when Thomas looked at him and said, do you really believe in vampires? The fucking That would set me the fuck off. (laughs) I would just be like, are you kidding me? How could you not? Um, Alan explains that after Thomas left the room, Akasha um, showed up and told him that she can't believe that Alan was letting Thomas say those things about her. Oh, my God. So he decides to stick up for his woman. Um, He then goes into the kitchen, grabs a knife, and starts stabbing him repeatedly. Um, Thomas flees and runs up the stairs and tries to hide in Alan's bedroom. And I'm like, go outside. Yeah. What? Um, And realizing that the knife wasn't doing the harm that he was hoping, um, Alan grabs a nearby hammer and bashes Thomas's skull over and over again. Oh, no. The whole time he said Aaliyah slash Akasha was telling him to kill Thomas. Lord. Alan says the queen was happy, so it was justified. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Just wait. It's not over. Um, After the murder, Alan then, it's a vampire movie, so he pierced Thomas's neck and drained the blood into a cup and drank it. No. All... All in all, he drank two cups of Thomas's blood. <laughs> Both of you have the same exact phase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, so Alan tells the police that after that, his transformation was complete. But just in case, he then removed some of his brain and ate that. 
Ew. Which I have never seen in any vampire movie. So just saying. It was a, he, he's a pioneering uh, a new, <laughs> I guess so. a new method. Um, he then removed the body in a wheelbarrow and buried him, buried him in a shallow grave. Um, he then cleaned up the blood, but missed some. And that's what his dad saw. Um, and when he was being taken to the courthouse, Alan said, this is a quote from him. I may be given 20 or 25 years, but I got his soul. Ew. Alan pleads not guilty by reason of insanity. During the trial, he wrote letters home to his family and would sign them vamp. And, um, he would, he also said in his letters that he would kill again. Um, the jury was, uh, wasn't convinced on the insanity plea, um, because they felt like, even though like what he was saying was crazy, that he did know right from wrong. And that yeah. is technically, yeah. So, um, he was sentenced to life in prison. Um, and then one year into his sentence, he decides to take his life, which, uh, proves the fact that he did not in fact believe he was immortal because obviously vampires can't die so if you're trying to kill yourself yeah so yeah that oh my god is the life imitating art of queen of the damned (laughs) what What a film to like get so attached to though i've literally never seen it really I've seen, like bits and parts of it bits and pieces it's i'm not gonna say it's great i enjoy it just because like i like vampire movies like it's just kind of i just like it yeah. um i like i liked the connection that it was that that interview with a vampire was the prequel even though interview have you seen interview with a vampire mm-hmm. <gasps> you have not seen sexy vampire brad pitt and tom cruise and baby kirsten dunce and the awkward like relationship that they have oh my god i've never seen a tom cruise movie i've seen parts of interview with vampire but i thought it was kind of boring i don't like oh i mean i can see how it's like it's like slower but oh i love it Mm. Mm -mm. i love that movie but yeah it's not as good as that one but it's still good i mean yeah it's Aaliyah and the lead guy's cute. So <laughs> now I want to watch both of them. Yeah, I mean they're 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 a good time, you know. Well, so, that was hmm. right. Something. Like I was like, you know what? It isn't exact, but I'll take it. I'll That's take like it. special, though, to go mm-hmm. through all of that. Mm-hmm. And the poor friend, he's the one that like introduced him to. Introduced him to like, he probably would have gotten I, away with it had he not been a dumbass to the kid's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they would have never like looked further into the areas around his house. Like, I know that the body was found by like tech, I think like a, a someone jogging or something like that. So I'm sure the body would have been found. And technically, it was close to Alan's house. But if that's the only thing that's connecting the yeah, two, like, I'm not sure, like, he, they would have connected it. Like, they could have said, oh, he was walking home. And, yeah. He just, you know, dumb. So, yeah. Um, Crazy. Right. 
I do you want me to go next, Eileen, or you? Sure, you can go. Okay. So I have two little ones and then one like kind of longer one. Okay. And not that it's funny, <clears throat> but this one was kind of funny. <laughs> it's not because well, <laughs> okay. you know what? I guess it can be funny because nobody died. Okay, it's funny then. <laughs> so, so this one's on uh Saw. So in the Saw France, if you haven't seen Saw, like those movies are fucking good. Like they're all great. I really Especially like Especially that first one was. Nope. You've never watched them, Eileen? Nope. They're Do so they good. Out? Is that why? Like, nope. It's not a scary movie so much as it is like a thriller. And gore, and I don't do gore. Oh, uh, it's gore. Mm, yeah, that's true. Okay, never mind. It is pretty gory. Yeah. Um, that's fair. In the Saw franchise, Jigsaw uh, targets people who are hurting themselves and basically fucks with them to teach them like the value of life. So there's always like a reason why he's picking like certain people. Um, he never actually kills anyone, kind of. But basically, if they don't have the sufficient will to live and find a way out of like whatever contraption they find themselves in or whatever like puzzle they have to figure mm -hmm. out they end up killing themselves so that's like the basis okay so i know enough about the movie the movie franchise to know the way you just put it is extremely lightly because doesn't someone have to like dig out their eyeball to get a key to avoid their head being like demolished or something like that like i think so yeah yeah so mm -hmm. that's not exactly i don't know yeah well if they want to live then they yeah. gotta do it, it. it's a very it's very extreme versions of that it's yeah. funny because there's like that eyeball one um the one that for some reason got me was like the number on the back of the neck and when he had to like oh yeah skin the back of his neck no that one mm -hmm. haunts me that one haunts me i don't know why that one people are gonna be like seriously <laughs> like if i was out of all else. of them if i was that person with the key in the eyeball and I'd be like, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? You you want me to, you <laughs> me to dig, dig out my eyeball to take a key out to... All right, fuck it. How much time do I have? Because I'm just going to sit here and let this thing fucking clamp on my head. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Sorry. They're good. No, I'm just They're like it. really good. It. I don't know. I would be the first one to die in any horror movie because I'd just be like, fucking take me. Where do you want me to meet you? Bottom of the stairs? I'll be there. <laughs> I'm not running. You? Not running. Would you, would you mind if I had a little shot of tequila no. first? If not, I mean, fuck it. Just take me. That's cool. Whatever. Let's not waste time. You, you, have, you have people to kill. I understand. We both got things to do. Yeah. Um, well, two teenage girls in Tennessee got into serious trouble after playing a Saw-related prank on a 52-year-old woman. The woman received a voicemail recorded in the gruesome Saw voice stating that a friend, one of the lady's friends, had been hidden in her home and the caller was about to release a toxic gas that they had rigged inside the home. She had to decide whether to save herself or risk saving her friend. The woman was so terrified that she suffered a stroke. <gasps> she fortunately recovered, but the two girls were charged with phone harassment. <laughs> so they didn't even get to like figure do out it. what she was going to do. The poor woman had a fucking stroke because she was terrified. Oh, I thought no. like, I know I laughed what? when I read it. That's I thought that was kind of funny. That's how I laughed or what they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get, I get like the, Oh my gosh. Like, no. I can picture them like waiting for an answer and her to be like, and then be yeah. like, hello. 
Hello, are you there? Are you gonna save your friend? Hello? What's your decision? Hello. I know. Did but I, I, I have so many questions. Like, did they have the creepy like tricycle sound before? No, I think it was just the voice. <sighs> See, yeah. they failed. That's why. Um, and then there's another short one. Um, this is about or like based off of or whatever American Psycho great film if you haven't watched it um in 2004 michael hernandez 14 lured his school friend into a bathroom stall and stabbed him more than 40 times a savage murder that got him sentenced to life in prison um even though he was a teenager the victim was 14 as well um michael admitted to modeling his behavior on the serial killers in american psycho and silence of the lambs the South Florida student, yeah. only happens in Florida, said he identified <laughs> with the horror movie murders and wanted to act out the roles in his real life plan to become a serial killer. Michael believed God gave him special powers and agreed with his decision to kill a classmate. Even after his arrest, Hernandez explained God expected God to give him special powers and help him escape from jail. So he was just kind of like, woohoo, a little gone. <laughs> little um, Just a little bit. But yeah, so he, um, even though he was 14, he got sentenced to life in prison. Um, and I wonder if God has helped him escape yet. I'm guessing not, but you never know. You never know. But these fucking people, dude, like, <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah okay it takes so, a special person you like know? very special <laughs> like very special um okay and then this one's a little bit longer this is on scream um inspired by a scene in the 90s cult horror scream a lonely belgian truck driver theory jaredin 24 years old brutally murdered 15 year old schoolgirl allison Cam- cambier in november 2001 so allison um came over to theory's house a few doors away from her from her home in the town of jerpinus whoa that can't be right (laughs) jerpinus it's g-e-r-p-i-n-n-e-s i'm just gonna say jerpinus because that sounds funny jerpens jerpens sorry belgium I don't know for um, sure. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> she came over to exchange some videotapes and have a chat. Um, theory made amorous advances towards her, but when they were rejected, his retribution was brutal. He was like, fuck this bitch. What an mm-hmm. idiot. Um, excusing himself for a few seconds, he stepped into an adjacent room where his scream costume was waiting. So this was 100% premeditated. Um, and then he got two enormous kitchen knives um he came back into the other room put his hand over allison's mouth to muffle his, her screams and stabbed her 30 times ah. uh, ripping over ripping open the left side of her body he then lowered her blood-soaked corpse onto his bed slipped a rose into one of her hands which is fucking random um okay. and then he phoned his father and a colleague to confess what he did he later told police that this crime had been premeditated and had been motivated by the cinematic trilogy scream 
Allison's family and the people of the town are now in a state of shock. Allison was a dazzling, young, affectionate teenager who should have been who should have celebrated her 16th birthday on November 16th, said a neighbor. Oh, if you like she was a fucking baby. She was a baby. Um, her family has also just has also been distressed by allegations that she was in love with theory um allison was not in love with her killer which is kind of like what started this whole thing like she turned down his advances and he fucking got pissed um there was nothing this was the weird part there was nothing in theory's background to suggest that he was capable of committing such a terrible crime um he had no criminal history no record of psychiatric problems no mental illness or anything he just kind of wanted to live out this like fantasy of that episode that episode that um scene in scream and Mm -hmm. had his eyes on allison and then just fucking nailed it damn and that is it that was the scream uh murder from the movie scream and then that kid from that did american psycho and then the poor girls that failed at the saw phone call (laughs) (laughs) i think that's why it's funny like quote-unquote funny is because it's a fail like it's a i know and that poor woman like (laughs) Like, and that's such a natural reaction too. like, you know, when you're startled like that, like to your core, like obviously. Yeah. She was terrified. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. No, thank you. Idiots. I'm all for scaring. Do you think that they called 911 for her? That I don't know. Like I, again, I have so many questions. So many questions. (laughs) Can you find out and uh, let us know the next episode? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Great. Thanks. Well, in two episodes, actually. Yeah. Oops. The fuck was that? Huh? It was my phone. <laughs> I'm glad y'all heard that, too. <laughs> yeah. What is she doing? Sorry. Sometimes it's the voices. So. Um, all right. I'm just going to jump right in. Um, I have a true confession first. Um, I have never seen Silence of the Lambs. What? What is wrong with you? Yeah. How? Um, I don't know. Like, it's been on TV before. You know, you know when you're home. Well, you don't, but I don't know if Kyle does. But, like, when I'm, on, when I'm home, I'll turn on the TV and I'll just leave it on whatever's playing on TNT, FX, whatever. Yes. And it's always just a movie. Yeah. Like, just whatever movie. So, yeah. or that, either yeah. that or it's like Marathoning <laughs> Law and Order SVU, in which case that I'll sit down and watch or it. Or Harry Potter. Or Harry Potter. Yeah. So once in a while it'll be on and i'll catch it and just like i guess i'll be watching it but it's just like bits and pieces or like you haven't like sat down and been like no start to finish or like, watch this movie exactly i mean i guess that's fair but yeah i have like the, that part of the movie i guess it's the end i think that's the movie i'm thinking about where he's like in another country and he's just standing there and like the camera pans out or something like that i think yeah yeah it's just so good yeah like so i've never actually watched yeah. it all the way through yeah you have i know i get all the references crazy. and i know the whole that's yeah you know enough like, to like cult, yeah but i don't yeah i've never seen it but anyways i mean so i guess that's fair but you should remedy that yeah we'll see i'll think about it <laughs> maybe i'll watch queen of the damned and then i'll watch science of the lambs i've there seen all go. the screens i love Wes craven he's my shit yeah yeah 
Okay, so this guy, uh, my guy, his name is Anthony Lordson. He was okay. obsessed with Silence of the Lambs. Like, when I say obsessed, I mean obsessed. He watched it every single day, all the time. He would watch it over and over and over, often rewinding and replaying the most gruesome parts. Um, one oh. scene in particular was his absolute favorite, and it's where um, a guy, I guess, was disemboweled. Mm-hmm. Okay, so put a pin in that part. Um, oh my god, does he disembowel someone? So, um, where am I at? Not much is really said about his childhood, except, well, not much was said about this guy at all. Um, mm-hmm. All I could find was like recent reports about him because he's up for parole already. But mm. any stories or articles or anything back from when it happened, there's not much about it. Uh, and also, this happened in Australia. So, okay. um, not much was said about his childhood except that he was troubled. And at 13 years old, he fantasized about taking a gun to school and killing people. Um, in adult, him and Alan should like be friends. Right? Yeah, I know. And this guy was 22 years old when it happened. Oh. In what what year? 1998. I mean, they could have been friends. <laughs> um, in adulthood, he kept knives on him at all times and hid them around his house. And he also idolized Hitler and kept a list of people he wanted to kill. When I read that he, dude when I, <laughs> when I read that he kept knives around around the house i thought of the kid because the kid used to have he has like his collection of knives i remember and, like, i think ninja yeah. stars and stuff and one night i was spending the night at the house at janine's house and i get into bed and i'm like you know you put your hands under the pillow and i i'm like what the fuck is this and i lift the pillow and neatly in a row there's three knives just chilling there and a throwing star i'm like what the fuck is this she's like yeah he sleeps with it under his pillow and i'm like why she's like just in case just in case oh and brass knuckles yeah i'm like what my kid's weird man yeah i don't know I mean, well, he is your kid, so yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one day in January 1998, Anthony tried to attack his aunt with an axe, threatening to kill her. The police were called and he was arrested um, and diagnosed with a personality disorder. So he was let off with no need of treatment, just a fine to pay. So that tells you something about the wonderful folks in Australia. <laughs> Um, let me find what I'm looking for. Excuse me, my goodness. So, on about six weeks or so later, so after all this happened, he wasn't allowed to visit his family. They obviously didn't want him around. They didn't want anything to do with him. So, um... Oh, that wasn't March 16th. That was in January, right? Yeah, January 1998. Okay, so March 16th, 1998, 67-year-old Margaret Lordson was at home sitting in her favorite armchair enjoying her Monday afternoon with her pet poodle close by when her Mm 22-year-old grandson, Anthony Lordson, paid her a visit. So there are some reports that he just showed up unannounced, but um, it was told that she bumped into him um, at a shopping center and invited him over for lunch. So she just told him, like, hey, you know what? Like, I know I know, stuff's been Mm -hmm. crazy. Come by. Let's have some lunch. Let's talk. Okay. So he went over, and um, he said... 
Okay, so he went over. Um, when he entered her home, he had a hammer and a lawn edger and immediately oh bludgeoned her. Just started what? going at her with a, with a hammer. Jesus she was Christ. being nice. Mm-hmm. Still alive, he then dragged her body to the bedroom. Um, there, he attempted to cut off her head. And taking another step into madness, he began to recreate a favorite part of his favorite movie when he opened oh, up her God. abdomen and took out the contents of her body. <sighs> By then, she was dead. However, when she, oh, are you sure? <laughs> when he started trying to cut off her head, she was still she was unconscious, but she was still alive. No. Yeah. <sighs> Could you even imagine, Kyle? Oh, God, no. You might want to um, just. Take a deep breath, okay? <gasps> the dog. Then he turned his attention to his grandmother's most prized possession. Her poodle. Not the poodle! Her poodle. I just woke Spencer up. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spencer. Um, he killed it because it was a part of her. Now, this poodle, she that's, was... That's she cute. always kept it, like, with her. It was... Like she probably had, like all her assets to the poodle after she died. Like, mm-hmm. that's how important this poodle was to her. Oh, no. um, once it's like Holly's gonna be, now that she's old, I got her a sling. She's gonna be right next to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once he was finished, he rinsed the blood off of his weapons and placed them on his aunt's bed and laid down to wait for her return. So uh, the aunt lived with the grandma and the aunt wasn't home. So the aunt that he tried to attack with the axe... Yeah. lived with the grandma and so he just neatly placed stuff at the bed and just like i'm gonna kick back and relax wait for you to get home so i, I can't play some animal crap luckily a neighbor heard the screams and had called the police who arrived to the gruesome scene and placed anthony into custody oh my well, god soaked in blood anthony turned to the cops and stated you're lucky you caught me i was going to go around killing people what the so fuck? He, so like obviously he was waiting for the aunt oh my yeah. gosh so he was just gonna go yeah. like he was just going mm-hmm. so um wow. oh did i mention he had a list of people he was gonna kill yeah okay so yeah so they, they were the top two he was going down the exactly. list yeah um again not much was said about the trial other that other than he was sentenced to life in prison um also anthony pled guilty to willful murder willful murder stating his reason for killing his grandmother was that he was triggered by her comments about his father who committed suicide eight years earlier in fact the murder Mm. took place on the eight-year anniversary of his father's suicide (gasps) shit Um, the comments margaret made were that anthony was a drunkard like his father and he should kill himself like his father too now family members i mean that's messed up yeah family members said she would never have said something like that in fact um Lauritsen told one psychiatrist after the murder that his grandmother, who he had lived with for several years before the attack on his aunt, was extremely supportive of him. It is believed that he had been upset at being banned from living at his grandmother's house after the axe incident. Okay. So, but, I mean... Not really the he way was to just, handle it, though. Like, he was just gonna lose it anyway. So, yeah, he was going. So, um, as of June 2019, Anthony Lauritsen was up for parole... But his family all object to his possible release, saying he should not be considered for parole. Um, saying he most, she should not be considered for parole. Most say that they will get restraining orders against him if he is released. However, they know in this day, day and age, uh, restraining order is just a piece of paper. Like if he's 
mm-hmm. crazy enough, he's still going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But they will fight to keep him incarcerated. And after 20 years, Anthony Lauritsen has never apologized nor shown remorse for his actions. So why would they even fucking consider parole? Like, I know it's just kind of like part of the system, but so no, it's after after so many years over there, after so many years, you come up for a parole hearing and then they go through the motions of whatever. But as of right now, like he hasn't had his parole hearing yet. He's they have him in a minimum security um, like uh, reacclimation type what kyle i'm sorry i'm sorry he cut out his grandmother's insides and he's in a minimum secure now he is and waited for somebody else he wasn't now 20 something years later 22 years later he is but he hasn't said like oh my gosh i'm a horrible person that i did that exactly like so right now they're going through the motions having him in that reacclimation program to try to get him you know um up to date with how things work in the real world that way if in the event he is given parole he'll be ready oh for it God. but no again no, he hasn't shown any no. remorse nothing like that his family every single member of his family are against it so when Good. his parole hearing comes they're gonna have all that which he probably won't be given parole but every i think it's like every oh I think it's like every 10 to 20 years he should be up for parole so if he doesn't get it oh now he has to wait God. another 10 to 20 years to get another one that is insanity. Mm-hmm. All of these. Well, are like, yeah. <laughs> just like. Ooh, that was a good one, Eileen. What? That was a good one. Thanks, guys. Now go watch the movie. No. Yeah. We're just giving you a quarantine, like, movie list if you haven't. Right? Yeah. I don't have So a basically, you're welcome. I okay. I have to actually. Well, not you, go but to other work. people. Well, everybody else, I mean, even if you have to work, there's, you know, time off. So here you go. You have Interview with a Vampire. You have Queen of the Damned. You have the Scream franchise. You have the Saw franchise. You have Silence Mm -hmm. of the Lands. You have, um, what other one did you mention? American Psycho. American Psycho. Look Mm -hmm. at that. Look at that. You're welcome. There you go. Um, well... I mean, keep doing what you guys are fucking doing. Um, thanks for yeah. listening. Keep social to... distancing. Wear your mask. Put your yeah. nose in your mask. Please um, cover your face correctly. It's not for you. It's for everybody else. And if you decide Thank to you. go against all of that, when you inevitably get sick, don't go to the hospital because we don't want to fucking take care of you. Please. Or you. when... Our liberties get taken, quote unquote, liberties get taken away because of martial law. It's because of your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So stop complaining. Like everybody that's at the beach this weekend, apparently Newport Beach is popping. Yep. Yep. I like Florida popping. Mm hmm. I can't. So, it's not just I, yeah, Look, here's what's going to happen. These people are That's what I'm it. saying. They're going to fucking die. Less population. But I just don't want them to give it to people that I love who are actually being smart and just have to, like, go out and, like, work. Like, that's mm-hmm. my issue. It's like, you know? You know, man? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> throwing. I can't. I'm going to flip the table. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Oh it's, my god! I, I, I forgot who posted. I feel like someone we all follow, and I might have mentioned this before, but I do. I feel like I'm in 
elementary school again and Mm -hmm. one person in the class is not listening to the teacher and I don't get my recess because that one person isn't doing what the teacher is telling us to do. Yep. I want my recess. Let go. I just want to fucking like randomly shop for no reason. Anyways. Um, Okay, guys. (laughs) um, Stay safe. Stay away. Um, If you see me in public, please, from now until forever, six feet away at the 60, 60 feet away at the very least. Like yell the name. Give a wave. Yeah. You know? Um, that's, that's about it. it. Um, wash your fucking hands. Wash that ass. And just be safe. Keep listening to us. Yeah. Keep buying our stuff. We got a ton of orders. What? Yeah. I know. I can't handle yeah, it. Super cool. Oh, yeah. So we do. Does that um, mean, does that okay, mean well, you I- can finally buy a new microphone? No. <laughs> my oh. my halfy. Can you see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking sad and bootleg it's getting the job done um we have had i mean um if you guys are not following us on social media first of all you haven't been listening to us every single Mm -hmm. episode so there's that but um we did announce that we did release face masks on um our shop so they are and it it was in the description it's in the description but um they are a little bit delayed as far as shipping goes but if you would like to get your hands on a tcg branded face mask to commemorate Mm -hmm. this wonderful time that we're going through um they are up there the thumbnail looks square i don't know why it's auto generated i'm so sorry but it is not it is a full seven and a half by three and a half face mask it is a rectangle (laughs) um so that's up there so after we announced that we had quite a few people not only go on and buy face masks but also um go on and buy other things like the tumblers and the bags and shirts and hoodies Mm -hmm. so uh, you guys the tumblers are super dope i love seeing it i want to cry i posted a video and they are awesome they're gorgeous quality like they're super cool and they're super affordable i was expecting them to be way more expensive but they're good um but just yeah any any way that you guys support us um is like super fucking appreciated and we still will i don't we'll never understand that yeah as some of you know we just switched over to um a different website so we switched over to shopify and it's fun because i have the app on my phone so every time we get an order it goes cha-ching and i don't know <laughs> just, just give if y'all could just bless me with those notifications that would be it would give me a smile yeah. this time. <laughs> so thank you guys very much um hope you like this episode that eileen came up with this was fun yeah we were having we were struggling yeah. i feel with for a topic and then all of a sudden she pulls this out of her yeah, ass. This one was good. I'm worth something sometimes, okay? I have a little brain up here. It's not much. It doesn't do much. It's not worth anything. It's not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, oh, make sure man. like Kyle. and procrastinating. <laughs> um, like Kyle said, follow us um, everywhere. We're on the, mostly on the Instagram. Um, Eileen TCG. Kylie TCG and Janine TCG. And then we have our main page, obviously true crime girls. So please follow us all everywhere. But like, don't follow us home real quick, especially right now to end it. Yeah. 
Did I ever tell you about the time my dad came into the garage? I was washing the dishes. He comes in from the garage and says, Eileen, follow us everywhere. Just don't follow us home. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, why the fuck would you say Were that? Were you wearing your you shirt? You don't listen to us. I was wearing the fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's on your shirt. I looked down. I was like, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. That's the story. All right. Oh yeah. See, if you don't listen to us, listen to Eileen's yeah. dad. Just don't follow us. We're not. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. See you.